Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be covering the Week 10 Roundup, all the early games, as well as the Thursday Nighter as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, you know what it is. It's Week 10 which means it's time for the roundup, the weekly roundup in the NFL. All the games play from Thursday night on to Monday night. So let's get into it. Let's start with the Thursday game, Miami hosting the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, this was a bit of an upset here. Miami coming out on top 22 to 10, uh, the Dolphins beating the Ravens. Let's start with the quarterback story. Uh, Jacoby Brissett started this game. He went um, 23 pass attempts, 11 completions, 156 yards. He was sacked twice. He ran it once for four yards. But he sustained a knee injury in this game. So it was about in the third quarter or so. In comes Tua Tagovailoa. And what does he do? He goes... um, 13 pass attempts, 8 completions. He too has 156 yards. He was sacked once. He ran it 3 times for 0 yards, but yet he scored a touchdown. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, you got 300 plus yards of uh, pass passing yards out of both quarterbacks. So, I guess you could take that. So, in terms of the run game, Miles Gaskin, uh, Enigma still, man. Uh, 14 rushes for 31 yards. He did have one pass for that he caught for 14 yards. So uh, he's the bell cow, buddy. He, he's not getting much traction here. So, And then his backup, Selvin Ahmed, two rushes for six yards. One catch for him for nine yards. So not much taking place with the run game. Yeah. What can you do? In terms of uh, the receivers, Albert Wilson. Uh, I, I, f- I forgot about this guy. Uh, four catches for 87 yards, and that was on five targets. And then you have Isaiah Ford, another w- uh, wide receiver they have. So they're digging deep into their bench here. Uh, Isaiah Ford, four catches for 84 yards. That's on f- four targets. Jalen Waddle, four catches for him, 61 yards on six targets. Adam Shaheed, uh, that's their backup tight end. Uh, three catches, 34 yards on four targets. And then Mike Kosicki with a real stinker here. Zero catches for seven on seven attempts. So he <laughs> he threw it to him seven times. He couldn't he couldn't hang on to anything. So uh yeah, definitely. Uh, that's a sour note if you got shares in Gasicki. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, it was the defense basically for Miami that it did its thing. It was the defense. It was all defense here. Um, let's look at the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, 43 pass attempts, 26 completions, 238 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He ran it nine times for 
39 yards. He was sacked four times. So he was really harassed in this game. I watched this game, and I was like, wow, they really uh, rattled him. So, uh, yeah, not a, not a good day at all for uh, Lamar Jackson there. Uh, in terms of the run game, Devonta Freeman, not much traction for him. 10 rushes for 35 yards, and then he caught three passes for 23 yards on four targets. Le'Veon Bell, three rushes for him for one yard. And then word came down today that they have released Le'Veon Bell. I think uh, the bloom is off the rose for Le'Veon Bell. I think his better days are, uh, you know, I, I don't see his better days anywhere in the future. So uh, Le'Veon Bell released by the Ravens. In terms of the receivers, Rashad Bateman had a nice game. Six catches for 80 yards, and that was on eight targets. Mark Andrews, solid game. Six catches, 63 yards, and a touchdown, and that was on eight targets. Marquise Brown, he he, uh, they really blanketed him, blanketed him in this one. Six catches, 37 yards. That was on 13 uh, targets. So um, it seemed like Lamar was trying to get, you know, hit him, but uh, it, it just couldn't happen. Um, again, I, they were like shadowing him, making sure he doesn't beat them deep, and they just. Had him smothered in this game. Devin DeVernay. Four catches for him. 28 yards. Sammy Watkins returned to the lineup. Uh, one catch for seven yards. And that was on three targets. He had a costly fumble in this game. That really turned this game around. So, um, yeah. So, definitely a bad one. All in all for the Ravens. Next up for the Ravens. They go to Chicago. Which should a rested Chicago team, um, so that should be uh, interesting. See how Justin Fields uh, comes out of the bye, and then Miami they go to the New York Jets, who really what put in a stinker this week. I'll talk about that later. So um, yes, yeah, so that is the Thursday story. Let's look to Sunday now. Start with the Sunday game, starting with the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they gave them a beatdown. 43-3. Let's start with Dallas. Dak Prescott, nice game for him. 31 pass attempts, 24 completions, 296 yards, two touchdowns for him. So, very nice game. And then, unlike the week prior where... um, where coach left him in too long. Uh, this go around, it looks like uh, Mike McCarthy. He learned the error of his ways and he took him out once the game got out of hand. So, in comes Cooper Rush, three for three, with uh, 17 yards. So, and neither quarterback was sacked in this game. So they had ample time to just pick apart this Falcons secondary. So. Um, very strong game for Dak Prescott. In terms of the run game, Zico Elliott, 14 rushes for 41 yards. He had two touchdowns. He caught three passes for 15 yards. 
he did lose a fumble in this game, and he actually had a pass pass attempt in this game, which he completed for four yards. So, um, I mean, the two touchdowns saved it from being a horror show, but, uh, you know, you'll take it. Uh, especially you got shares in Elliott, like myself. Uh, I, I got him on at least one team, so I'll definitely take that and run. So, in terms of Tony Pollard, 11 rushes for him, 42 yards. He did have six catches for 56 yards. That was on seven targets. So, Tony Pollard continues to be, it, it, it kind of mirrors in some way uh, the situation in Cleveland with uh, Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. That, where both your running backs are viable here. So, um, so you know, he didn't get in the end zone, but, you know, he got the work, that's for sure. So, um, and and you always take that. In terms of the receivers, CeeDee Lamb, um, he, he's, had, he's been on, he's been off, he's been on, but this week he was on. Six catches for him, 94 yards. He had two touchdowns. That was on seven targets, so him and Prescott was pretty much in sync, as was Amari Cooper. Four catches for 51 yards on four targets. Michael Gallup returned to the lineup. Remember, he was on the IR uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, Three catches, 42 yards. And that was on five targets. And then Dalton Schultz, one catch for 14 yards on two targets. So I think it's safe to say, guys, you can probably definitely bench uh, Schultz. If you want to drop him, I understand. I get it. Um, Yeah, but I think with Michael Gallup Gallup back, um, the targets are going to be few and far between for Schultz. Unless the lineup dictates it so. So, um yeah. Moving on to the Atlanta story, uh, Matt Ryan. Um, I kind of pegged this as a game where he could have uh, flourished, but that wasn't the case this go-round. 21 pass attempts, only 9 completions, 117 yards, 2 interceptions. He was sacked twice as well, so a very bad game for Matt Ryan. Um, I thought the matchup favored him, but it definitely did not. And then his backup, uh, Josh Rosen, I, I didn't even realize he was his backup over here. Six pass attempts, one completion for 14 yards, and he had one interception uh, as well. So, um, yeah, so not good when your quarterbacks combine for three interceptions and doesn't even get to 150 yards passing. So, yeah, not good at all. In terms of the run game, <clears throat> Seems like a reversal, a change of fortune here. Um, Wayne Gallman, he got a lot of work in this game. 15 rushes for 55 yards. He did catch a pass for 21 yards on two targets. Cordell Patterson, four rushes for him, 25 yards. He had a catch for 14 yards on two targets. And then there's Mike Davis, four rushes, 18 yards. So... It seems like they're kind of changing things up. Um, the fact that Wayne Gelman got all those rushes there. So keep an eye on that this week um, as they practice and so forth. Maybe there's a chance he be, ends up being the uh, the lead uh, back for them. Uh, 
Maybe the bloom is off the rose of Patterson now. Every maybe teams have figured him out, so we'll see. In terms of the receivers, Kyle Pitts four catches for sixty yards on seven targets. I guess you'll take that, considering how bad the pass um, the quarterbacks were in this game. Almighty Zacchaeus. Two catches for 22 yards. He was targeted seven times as well. And then Russell Gage, you just can't trust this guy. He, he uh, you, you, you just can't. Zero uh, catches on three targets. So definitely bad all in all. So next up for Atlanta, they actually have the short week. Uh, they host the New England Patriots, the red hot New England Patriots. I'll talk about them in a little while. And then Dallas, uh, they go to Kansas City in what should be a shootout there. So, um, okay, let's move on to Tennessee hosting the New Orleans Saints and squeaking by them uh, 23 to 21. Tennessee is, uh, has gotten hot right now. Um, they're the pride of their division, the AFC South. And uh, they're kind of putting it on cruise control. Um, and actually, they have the best record in the in the AFC. So, uh, you know, they're still getting it done, even with the devastating loss of Derrick Henry. Uh, they're still finding ways to get it done. So you guys take your hats off to them. Now, in terms of the fantasy story, let's start with Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill. 27 pass attempts. 19 completions, 213 yards, a touchdown. Then he ran it five times for one yard with a touchdown. He was sacked twice. So Tannehill, eh, it's not an eye-popping game, but solid nonetheless um, for him. Uh, Again, I thought he'd be passing it more, but they seem dedicated to the run. So um, seem like they're not deviating from that. In terms of the run game, Deonta Foreman, 11 rushes, 30 yards. He did catch two passes for 48 yards. Adrian Peterson, continuing to see work, eight rushes, 21 yards. He caught one pass, but for minus one yard. So uh, Adrian Peterson, you know who's not really in football shape. He's working himself into that. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be okay going uh, down the stretch here. Jeremy McNichols, four rushes for seven yards. He had a uh, he caught a pass for one yard on three targets. So I think right now the pecking order seems to be Deonta Free Foreman and then Adrian Peterson. Um, I I gotta see when the matchup is more favorable in terms of the run game. Who is the back? But I say go for either one, and 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 hopefully you pick the right one. So uh, between Foreman and Peterson, um, I would lean a little bit more towards Foreman. Um, but uh, again, this is a work in progress. So uh, we'll see. But hey, it can't hurt to put in a claim and then see what you got. So uh, in terms of the past game. Uh, Marcus Johnson, one of their uh, backup uh, 
wide receivers. Because remember, Julio Jones is out in this one. Five catches for 100 yards, and that was on six targets. Jeff Swain, the tight end, four catches, 26 yards on five targets. A.J. Brown, only one catch for 16 yards on four targets. So the Saints really put an effort in to kind of halt him. Nick Westbrook Eckhine, one catch for 10 yards for him. And then Michael Pruitt with the lone touchdown, one catch for two yards in that touchdown. So uh, let's move on to the Saints. The Saints, remember, they're still, uh, remember that Jameis Winston went down. So they're right with Trevor Simeon. 34 pass attempts, 19 completions. 298 yards with two touchdowns. He was sacked four times. So not bad considering, you know, um, not not too bad, bad. If you'll take that, if if you're in a two quarterback league and you were desperate and had to pick up Simeon, there you go. So uh, Taysom Hill continue to see some work as well. Two pass attempts, two completions for 11 yards. He ran it three times for 23 yards. And he did catch a pass in this game for 15 yards on two targets. So so Hill is just seeing all the type of work here, but in a limited fashion. So uh, I say it's safe to say to keep him on the waiver wire unless um, for some reason Sean Payton decides to go with him. It doesn't seem that way. It seems like they're going to go with uh, Trevor Simeon for the time being. So. In terms of the run game, Mark Ingram, the second filling in for Alvin Kamara, who uh, was ruled out on Friday, um, Friday prior to the Sunday games. So Mark Ingram, 14 rushes, 47 yards and a touchdown. He did catch four passes for 61 yards on seven targets. So he did his best Kamara impression. Pretty solid game. You definitely take that if you uh, scooped up Ingram and you needed a a start at a running back. There you go. His backup, Dwayne Washington, two catches for eight yards. Two rushes for eight yards, rather. So, um, in terms of the pass, the pass catchers, Deont- Deontay Harris, three catches for 84 yards on four targets. He did lose a fumble in this one, so... Uh, Traquan Smith quietly, um, been solid lately. Four catches for 41 yards and a touchdown. That was on seven targets. Marquise Callaway, two catches for, uh, 37 yards. And that was on four targets. I thought he had the other touchdown in this game as well. Uh, I believe he did. And then Jawan Johnson, two catches for 36 yards on three targets. And Alan Troutman, two catches for 32 yards, and that was on six targets. So next up for the Saints, they they go to Philly. So that, that'll be another tough one uh, for them. And uh, it seems like they're sliding right now um, ever since the Winston injury. So they... Uh, the blue may be coming off the rolls for them. And then Tennessee, they host the uh, Houston Texans. And uh, I say right now, 
fire up Tannehill. He's a he's a streaming start, that's for sure. Uh, the running backs, you may want to jump on them as well. And, of course, A.J. Brown, that goes without saying. So, Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts. They hosted the Jacksonville Jaguars. And what was kind of a close game here. Um, but Indianapolis Colts end up on top, 23-17. In uh, this game was a block punt for a touchdown, too. So uh, a lot of different ways uh, to score in this one. So let's talk about it. Carson Wentz, 34 pass attempts, 22 completions, 180 yards. He was sacked once. So not much going on for Wentz. I thought he would have a better one in this one. Uh, that wasn't the case. At running back, the story as usual, Jonathan Taylor, 21 rushes, 116 yards and a touchdown. He did have six catches for 10 yards, and that was on eight targets. So Jonathan Taylor, again, top five running back uh, play this year. Um, he hasn't slowed down, and they really need him. So uh, he's really showed up for them. His backup, Naheem Hines, two rushes for 12 yards. He also caught two passes for 17 yards on four targets. So uh, so there you go. He's, uh, you know, get, he gets involved in both. So, you know, he's, he's, uh, he, <coughs> he's the RB2. If anything were to happen to Taylor, he would step right in. So that goes without saying. In terms of the receivers, uh, not much going on with the quarterback. Not much going on with the receivers. Although, <clears throat> excuse me, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, five catches for him for seventy-one yards, and that's on five targets. So you'll take that. You'll take that. Um, it's it's pretty solid number in PPR. Jack Doyle three catches for thirty-seven. 31 yards for him on five targets. And then Zach Pascal, two catches for nine yards. So, again, not much going on with the pass game there, but enough for the win. So, in terms of Jacksonville, <clears throat> uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, 35 pass attempts, 16 completions only. Ooh. Uh, 162 yards. He ran it five times for 33 yards, was sacked three times. He lost a fumble. So the growing pain still for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's what can you do there? So uh, in terms of the run game, uh, James Robinson, he made his return in this one. Uh, 12 rushes for 57 yards and a touchdown. So you take that. Four catches for... 27 yards, and that's on five targets. So, solid game coming back. You definitely take that, that's for sure. And Jamal Agnew, the receiver, three rushes for him, 90, <coughs> excuse me, 79 yards and a touchdown. So, obviously, they were trying trick plays and those sort of things. So, and then. <coughs> Ooh, I got to take some water here, guys. Uh, zero catches. And he was targeted 
five times. So uh, you'll take that if you happen to have him. So you'll definitely definitely take that. That's for sure. So <clears throat> so um, yeah. So what can you do there? In terms of the past game, Dan Arnold. I continue to talk about this guy. Uh, tight end, five catches, 67 yards. That's on seven targets. Marvin Jones. I thought he would have a better game in this one. Um, in fact, I thought Trevor Lawrence would have a better game. Uh, two catches for 32 yards, and that's on six targets. And then Levitska Chenault Jr., three catches for 15 yards. He was targeted eight times, so... Not much going on with the pass game there. So, uh, next up for Jacksonville, they host the San Francisco 49ers. And then for the Colts, they go to Buffalo. It will be a tough one for them. So, moving on to the New England Patriots hosting the Cleveland Browns. And I mean beating them down. 45-7. to seven. Goodness. Let's talk about the Patriots. Mac Jones, I tell you what, guys. Um, I've been kind of singing his praises on the low. But Mac Jones is finally settling in. This team is red hot right now. Um, and he is, again, he's playing within himself. He's not, uh, you know, uh, taking too many chances. He's staying safe. Uh, 23 pass attempts, 19 completions, 198 yards, but three touchdown passes. So you definitely take that. He was sacked twice. So, and then Brian Hoyer, his backup comes in three pass attempts for him, three completions, 85 yards and a a touchdown for him. So you got four touch passing touchdowns from your quarterbacks. You definitely take that in terms of the run game. Now, remember, they played this one without Damian Harris. Uh, he was in the concussion protocol, and he just couldn't clear. So, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, he he cleared because he had a head injury last week, and he really showed out. 20 rushes, 100 yards, two touchdowns. And then he had four catches for 14 yards. That's on five targets. So, Ramondre Stevenson, remember... Back in preseason where he was lighting it up um, and a lot of people were high on him, but uh, it turned out that Damian Harris ended up uh, being the starter nonetheless. But Ramondre Stevenson showing up and showing out here. Uh, Brandon Bolden, uh, three rushes for him, 32 yards, and then he caught three passes for 38 yards, so that was on three targets. And then you have J.J. Taylor, the third running back. Six rushes for 11 yards, so solid game all around for uh, on the ground. Let's talk about the, uh, the passing game. Kendrick Bourne, four catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. He also ran it three times for 43 yards, so they pretty much gave... <laughs> Cleveland, a taste of their own medicine, and really ran ran it down their throats. 
Uh, Jacoby Myers, four catches for him, 49 yards. Hunter Henry, uh, he has just been a touchdown magnet, this guy. Four catches for 37 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. Nelson Aguilar, two catches for him, 21 yards on four targets. And Akeel Henry making kind of making his debut here. Uh, one catch for 26 yards. So, solid game for the Patriots, man. And, again, they are red hot. Uh, the Cleveland story. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he ended up starting this game. Uh, 22 pass attempts, 11 completions for 73 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception was sacked twice but he had to leave this game so um with an injury so in comes case keenum who you know he is who he is uh eight eight completions on 12 pass attempts 81 yards he was sacked three times so the patriots defense really getting after uh those quarterbacks there in terms of the run game it was pretty much the Dearness Johnson show because remember, Nick Chubb, he was out. You still got Kareem. He was out with COVID. You got Kareem Hunt still on the IR. So it was pretty much his backfield. So 19 rushes for 99 yards, seven catches for 58 yards on eight targets. So, you know, he, um, he was pretty much the offense in a nutshell. So. Uh, apart from not scoring a touchdown. So, in terms of the pass catchers, Jarvis Landry, four catches, 26 yards. That's on five targets. Austin Hooper, he had the lone touchdown in this one. Four catches for 25 yards on five targets with that touchdown. Harrison Bryant, two catches for 18 yards. And then you have Donovan Peoples-Jones, one catch for 16 yards. He was targeted five times. And then David Njoku, one catch, 11 yards on four targets. So next up for Cleveland, they host the Detroit Lions so they can kind of peel themselves back off the carpet in that one. Uh, and then also for New England, they are at the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh... I tell you what, uh, the Patriots are red hot right now. I can see them going into Atlanta and blowing the doors off of them. Uh, right now, they are actually just a half game out from first place. Uh, um, Baltimore is 6-3. They're 6-4. So, I tell you what, uh, Belichick is getting it done over there. So. All right, moving on. Speaking of Buffalo, they go, they uh, face the Jets, go down there and get the victory, uh, 45 to 17. This Jets defense is playing horribly these last few weeks. Let's talk about it. Uh, start with Josh Allen, where everything begins and ends. 28 pass attempts, 21 completions. 366 yards, two touchdowns, an interception as well. He was sacked twice. So Josh Allen um, kind of uh, picking himself up after uh, last week uh, where he really uh, kind of wet the bed there. Uh, in terms of the run game, Devin Singletary, seven rushes for 
43 yards and a touchdown for him. Uh, Matt Breida, three rushes for him, 28 yards and a touchdown for him. He also had a uh, three catches for 22 yards as well in a touchdown. So, um, you know, run game doing doing what it can do there. In terms of the pass catchers, Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown on 13 targets. This is the game people been waiting for, where Diggs is like this target monster, and he's just taking over things, and that's what he did here. So, excellent game for him. Gabriel Davis, three catches for 105 yards for him. Pretty good. Uh, Dawson Knox is back from his hand injury. One catch, seven. 17 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, two catches for 27 yards. He did have a run for 24 yards. And then Cole Beasley, two catches for 15 yards. So with Dawson Knox back, I would definitely downgrade uh, Cole Beasley and probably to some extent Emmanuel Sanders. So, uh, yeah, so I, I think the tide is beginning to turn a little bit in terms of the pass game there, but uh, let's see what they do next week. In terms of the Jets, oh, just an awful game. Uh, Mike White, who was talking all this mess leading up to this game, I mean, he was just, uh But they, they slapped some reality into him, that's for sure. 44 pass attempts, 24 completions. 251 yards and four, not touchdowns, four interceptions. He was sacked once. So, yeah, he started reading his press clippings and getting beside himself. This is still the NFL, and you got to go out there and get results. So, in terms of the run game, Michael Carter continues to dominate the backfield. Uh, 16 rushes, 39 yards, and a touchdown. He did have four catches for 43 yards. So, hey, you take that, you know, especially with the touchdown. You definitely take that. He's getting the work. He's getting the touches, so that's good. Tevin Coleman, he's back. Four rushes for 29 yards. Then he had two catches for four yards on three targets. And then Ty Johnson, two rushes for two yards, but he did catch five passes for 26 yards on eight targets. So, it seems like the pecking order is still Michael Carter first now. He's emerged out of the pack with probably a split between Coleman and uh, Ty Johnson, depending on the week. So, In terms of the receivers, Corey Davis, he's back. Five catches, 93 yards on seven targets. Elijah Moore. Oh, I, I forgot to mention that. Joe Flacco came in for Mike White. He had three pass attempts, three completions, 47 yards, and he had a passing touchdown. So Joe Flacco, still kind of viable there. So uh, you'll definitely take that. Elijah Moore, he's the one who had the lone touchdown catch. Three catches for 44 yards on six targets. And then you had... Jamison Crowder, three catches for 20 yards, six targets for him. And then Keelan Cole, one catch for 18 yards. He was targeted five times. So, um, yeah, so the pin has been popped out of the Mike uh, Mike 
White's balloon. So next up for the Jets, they host the Miami Dolphins, in which uh, more trouble for them. And then uh, Buffalo, they actually host the uh, Indianapolis Colts, in which should be a uh, pretty good game there. So moving on, guys, to the the weird game of the day. Detroit Lions goes to Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh, they were without Big Ben, uh, Ben Roethlisberger with the shoulder. They decide uh, to hold them out of this one. Uh, probably thinking, you know what? It's Detroit Lions. Uh, we kind of got this. Put Mason Rudolph in there and, and let the chips fall where they may. Not so fast, my friend, as uh, Chris Berman would say. Uh... Uh, no, not no. That's Lee Corso. I'm sorry, Lee Corso would say, uh, "Yeah." So Detroit goes into Pittsburgh and ends up tying the Pittsburgh Steelers 16-16. Remember, Detroit was winless going into this one. So uh, again, a weird, weird, weird game. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Detroit first. Jared Golf. Still Enigma at quarterback. 25 pass attempts, 14 completions, 114 yards. He was sacked four times in this one. So still coming out of the bye. Still Detroit, still trying to figure it out. Uh, in terms of the run game, uh, Andre DeAndre Swift, 33 rushes in this one, 130 yards. Wow. Talk about a lot of work there. And then he had three catches for uh, five yards, and that was on six targets. So he received the lion's share of the work there. And then you had guys like Godwin, Iguabukie, who had two rushes for 58 yards and a touchdown. And then Jamar Jefferson, three rushes for him, 41 yards and a touchdown. So... <laughs> it's weird. Swift gets all the work, but these guys get the touchdowns. Go figure. So, uh, in terms of the pass game, not much happening there. Um, Monroe St. Brown kind of emerging a little bit as the lead receiver there. Four catches for 61 yards. He was targeted six times. Khalif Raymond, four catches for him, 29 yards on six targets. And then TJ Hawkinson, a bad one for him. One catch, one target, zero catches. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a weird one for him. In terms of Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph comes into this one, you know. Uh, again, Pittsburgh was confident they could get it, get it done in this one. It just didn't happen. Mason Rudolph, 50 catches. I mean, 50 pass attempts, 30 completions. 242 yards. He did have a touchdown. He did have an interception as well. Four rushes for him, 36 yards. He wasn't sacked in this one, so that even makes it more weird, you know? Anyhow, so let's talk about the run game. Najee Harris, where it begins and ends. 26 uh, rushes, 105 yards, and four catches for 28 yards, so... Solid game for him. You take that, that's for sure. Uh, Benny Sneal Jr., one 
rush for four yards. So Harris getting the bulk of the work per usual. So um, in terms of the receivers, Deontay Johnson, solid game. Um, seven catches for 83 yards on 13 targets. Uh, he did lose a fumble in this one. He was targeted 13 times. So it wasn't for lack of trying by Mason Rudolph, but you know, they just couldn't connect. Ray Ray McLeod, nine catches for him, 63 yards on 12 targets. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, uh, five catches for him, 31 yards. He was targeted nine times. And James Washington with the lone touchdown. Two catches for 15 yards in the touchdown. Oh, and Friar Muth lost a fumble also. And James Washington targeted six times. So, uh, yeah, so ends up a tie. Again, very weird what went on there. So, moving on for Pittsburgh, they have a Sunday nighter where they go to the L.A. Chargers who... Should be ramped up for that one. I'll talk about the Chargers later. And then Detroit, they, like I said, they travel to Cleveland Browns. So, uh, so at least we know they won't go, <laughs> they won't go 0 and 16, but, uh, with this tie here, but what can you do? Uh, moving on to the last early game. This this one was a shocker, guys. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks going to Washington, and what everyone figured to be a no-brainer here. Washington comes out on top, twenty-nine to nineteen, beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, let's start with the Washington story. Tyler Henneke, solid game, solid. Uh, thirty-two pass attempts, twenty-six completions. 256 yards in a touchdown. He ran it three times for 15 yards. He was sacked, though, five times. So, But, hey, it's enough to get it done here. Uh, Tyler Henneke, you know, it. and then the word came out that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick won't be coming back this year. So, pretty much, Henneke's, uh, you know, he has the job for the rest of the season. So, we see what he does. In terms of the run game, Antonio Gibson, 24 rushes, 64 yards and a touchdown. J.D. McKissick, two rushes for him for four yards. He did catch four passes for 35 yards, So, uh, and that was on four targets. So Antonio Gibson, even though I call him a two-down back, uh, solid game here nonetheless. Uh, and then in the pass game, uh, Terry McLaren, uh, McLaurin, I'm sorry, uh, six catches for 56 yards on eight targets. And then DeAndre Carter, three catches for 56 yards. And that was on six targets. Um, Ricky Seals Jones, three catches for 30 yards on four targets. And then John Bates, three catches for 25 yards. So, again, not much too much happening there so uh but enough for the victory so let's talk about the tampa bay tom brady th 34 pass attempts 23 completions 
220 yards. He had two touchdowns, but he did have two interceptions as well. Not a vintage day for Tom Brady. He wasn't sacked in this one. So, uh, in terms of the run game, Leonard Fournette, again, getting the work. 11 rushes for 47 yards. Eight catches for 45 yards on nine targets. So, targeted quite a lot in this one. And Gio Bernard, one rush for four yards. One catch for four yards on three targets. So, then for the receivers, Mike Evans, two catches for 20, for 62 yards in a touchdown on three targets. Uh, Chris Godwin, seven catches for him, 57 yards on eight targets. Tyler Johnson, three catches for 17 yards on five targets. And then Cameron Ray, only one catch for six yards on three targets. Again, no Gronk, no Antonio Brown. So, uh, Brady, I I can't (laughs) can't figure out what happened here. So, anyhow, moving on for Tampa Bay. They have a Monday nighter. They host the New York Jets. Fire up every single Tampa Bay Buccaneer for that one. And then for Washington, they go to Carolina. And what should be uh, interesting for them as well. So, um, all right. So that's the early slate of games, guys. Uh, when I come back, I will give you the late games and the Sunday nighter and Monday nighter as well. A lot taking place there. So stick and stay, guys. And I will be back with the late game and those Sunday, Monday night roundups as well. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zell at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast. <laughs>